What's up, everyone? Uh, welcome to the fifth episode of Setting the Record Straight. This is MJ Harris. And this is Jack Graves. And today we will be reviewing Map of the Soul 7 by this really small underground boy band. Probably have never heard of them. Um, yeah. Uh, BTS. Uh I don't think we're going to pretend that we got a lot of requests for this because yep. uh we we you know we saw the comments. Yeah. Just flooded with yeah. You know, army, BTS, yeah, um, you know, all that. So we're we're going to satisfy the um the masses today. Absolutely. Um Yeah, before we begin, uh I I I think uh I kind of want to acknowledge how chaotic and and crazy everything is right now because i don't think it's you can't really ignore it um especially around campus with all the the online classes and all the uh the memes that i see in the page yeah. <laughs> uh, and also the, the the anxiety it's it's there um so for anyone that's listening we just want to let you know that both of us are facing the same thing. Uh, we were just talking uh, off the record um, about like the day, and it's just weird. You said your roommates were like they already left, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm living in a single now, which is a lot different than living in a triple and essentially a closet this whole time. So, um, while it is nice to have the space, I guess, yeah, it's like basically everybody on my whole dorm floor except for a few people have gone home so it's kind of a weird transition for now i know spring break isn't that long away but who really knows what's going to happen after spring break too because looking at the trend of a lot of universities across the country mm-hmm. we might not even have in-person class the rest of the year so it's tough to tough to say what's going to happen next yeah so again it's all just uh it's all just great uh not really but not really yeah i think what really matters is we're still here so yeah satisfying the masses bringing positivity well we will not not uh, we'll, we'll see how this review goes but uh <laughs> yeah uh without further ado we can just get on get right on to introduction to bts now i do want to preface this entire review because I'm pretty sure a lot of people that are going to listen to this episode are probably huge fans of BTS. So uh, before we uh, really do get inundated with comments, I just want to say that there's definitely going to be a lot of different perspectives on, I guess, between the two of us especially. Because I was, I, I actually just recently got into BTS, um, just speaking for myself. So around like, November of 2019 a friend of mine just uh we had a conversation during a an event on campus and uh, she brought up BTS I was like okay uh I I knew a couple people in my family and my friends were really into BTS and she kind of um she echoed the same kind of traits so I was like okay uh yeah, but she was also giving me like um 
reasons as to why she got into it in the first place as well as not only the music but how supportive the community and the fandom were so i was like oh that, that sounds sounds cool i'll give them a listen and um what turned into one song uh or what turned into me just listening to one song eventually became me just being sucked into this rabbit hole of songs compilation clips of memes and and, <laughs> and uh reddit posts and now i'm here so that's my experience with bts like i said before not really too familiar with their discography uh i do kind of have a general sense of what it looks like but uh, i i'm someone who doesn't really know like um every particular trait of each member and things like that so yeah that's just my experience yeah and for me i would say to be totally honest i don't know if i've listened if i've listened to more than more than like 20 minutes of k-pop in my life um <laughs> coming into this review um so i guess in that sense i don't really have too much to compare it to specifically in the genre but um just from like an overall music perspective i guess i've definitely have listened to a decent amount of american pop um sometimes i kind of just like i don't know i hear songs on the radio or whatever and when i used to go to school i used to listen to this radio station that would play i would listen to it because they would play prank phone calls on the radio that i liked but uh <laughs> in between the prank phone calls they would kind of just play a bunch of a bunch of different pop songs and uh some of them kind of Although it's not my preferred genre, some of them kind of stuck and I would start listening to them on my own and then listen to some of the other artists' songs and things like that. Um, so I know a little bit about um, American pop, which really isn't too much of a different, too much uh, different than K-pop. Um, I know sometimes in this album, too, they sing like half English, half Korean. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this was really my first... Um, my first indulgence into uh k-pop um but i guess it is with the most popular k-pop band so i got a i got a pretty good look at what it's like i guess yeah, yeah. i mean another <coughs> thing that i saw um or mj took note of that is just pretty crazy about them is that they have uh since 2013 only 2013 only seven years they've put out seven studio albums four compilation albums and six EPs, which is just a crazy amount of music. And considering, um, I haven't looked too closely at what the other albums look like, but this album is 20 track song, and nearly yeah. every song is over three and a half minutes. And like, that is a crazy amount of work um, to put in. Like, they're just churning out songs at this point. I, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. I, the f I think the fact that they've catapulted to this kind of amount of success and, and and all like the eyes are on them basically so of course they gotta they they have there's like there's almost no i guess they do have an option but it's you know in terms of satisfying their fans there's really no other way they can like kind of get around it basically yeah. um yeah we're uh i'm pulling up the the bts discography on the uh their labels website big hit and um i don't think it has all of their different projects i think it mostly lists their mini albums and albums but 
yeah just clearly looking at the cover art it's very uh things got very different <laughs> um yeah so anyways yes bts seven member south korean uh k-pop group mm -hmm. uh, they're known for just not only their incredible uh singing and vocal performances but also their their dance ability they they also dance to a lot of their songs um and they're pretty well crafted i feel like it's it's really i i think a lot of the effort that goes into to the um like the performances itself is like top notch and yeah. it's re it's really a lot of hard work and i don't think that can really go unnoticed for sure um but yes, that's basically. I, I don't really want to get too deep into each of the specific members. Yeah. Um, just for I don't know if that will even do that justice. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, we can just go straight into expectations going into the album. Uh, yeah. Um. I mean, for me, I didn't. I didn't um, really have any expectations. I guess I kind of. Um, I just kind of I, I guess I kind of just expected this album to be at least um, fairly good because I had known that BTS is straight up like the only name that I know from the K-pop scene, so I I kind of knew that at least hopefully um, like the instrumentals uh, would be pretty high quality and that the, they would be able to hit a lot of their vocals, um, which I think that was like pretty well um, confirmed on the album, but. Um, other than that, I would say I came into this pretty blind, so not too many expectations, I guess. Um, MJ probably has a little more with his uh, listening experience. Yeah, a, l a little more is definitely uh, the right phrase <laughs> for this. Uh, I really do have a little more. I think, like I said, I just got into the whole fandom um, and like I said, I've I'm I can I'm familiar with their discography, but I'm I can't really tell you I one album. I can't tell you one album from another for sure. Uh, I've listened to many of their songs individually, and there are certain songs that I really enjoy listening to. I I have actually never really found myself listening straight through an album, and Map of the Soul Seven was the first really album from bts that i just went through just straight um and is it definitely presented itself as a much more unique listening experience compared to just listening to the singles um what else did i expect they did release some singles going into the album release um the first single being black swan uh which we can we can just review that track like right now since it was a, it was yeah. a single. Um, I know when I first heard that, uh, it was eerily similar to one of their uh, past songs, one of the most popular songs, "Fake Love," mm -hmm. um, giving off this R and B and trap vibe, um, very moody, instrumental. I felt like, um, but also darker in tone compared to "Fake Love" for sure definitely that's what stood out to me and then on top of that the concept of the black swan and and which kind of ties into the other themes of the albums of shadows and 
is kind of struggling with fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I felt like picking up on those themes, I knew that for sure Seven was going to be one of the more defining moments of their discography. Yeah. Um, yeah, also another thing is that I guess this song is the seventh song in the album, so I don't know. Um, I know that like the album is called Seven, and you said that uh, they have seven members in their band, and um, so I guess the song was maybe meant to be kind of like a focal point on the album. Um, but yeah, for me, um, I thought it was definitely... It was one of the more decent songs on the album, I would say. Um, but kind of just going into the overall thing, I guess there are at least four or five songs on the album that um, sample one of the, oh, like an earlier song of theirs yeah. or at least reference it. Yeah. And um, I guess that was kind of like maybe a theme on their album is kind of like reflecting on their whole time, like becoming like. Um, their journey to the top and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I kind of get the idea about that, but I I just have to say from a personal standpoint, I'm not really a big fan of that. I would, it just, it just kind of comes off like, yeah, like yeah. a little like lazy to me. Like they could have done more. It's like, you've, you've already made that music <laughs> once yourself. Like, I don't think you really need to, to sample yourself. Like, like Sam, like I, I like sampling a lot. Like I like when, yeah. when artists take something, and they um another piece of music and they just completely change it they put take a whole new aspect into it like it it really just shows like um how how like um how just like amazing a a simple piece of music can be but um i mean um it's just kind of when you sample yourself it's like or it's like when i think about a sample it's like you're kind of giving credit to this other musician like you're showing like Mm -hmm. how much you like their music's you like like you liked their music so much that you wanted to put it into your own music and put your mm-hmm. own spin on it but this is kind of just like i don't know you've already done it once um maybe you don't need to do it again that's just my opinion mm-hmm. on it though but i would say i wasn't i didn't dislike the the music or anything on this song i thought it was um a great like focal point of the album yeah but just uh one kind of little opinion i had on it um yeah that's fair that's fair for sure um yeah sampling is uh can i think uh from a technical standpoint sampling a song is very uh there are definitely better approaches to sampling songs or at least more creative ways to do it i think uh, particularly with this album i didn't really see the sampling as a as that big of an issue just from my end um frankly because i i think it's mainly because i've just been exposed to them more i feel like and i kind of um sympathize with or empathize with the um the need for them to reflect on their past discography mm-hmm. and so that kind of I, it, for me it's more like the their their intention supersedes the the kind of the the technicality of it so it's i don't know I, and i think that that's that intention resonates with me more than the fact that they s- resample themselves um but that's just me that's just me uh yeah. so but yeah that was black swan um 
one of the singles from there. I thought it was pretty decent as well. Um, and then, uh, then their second single, On. Um, I liked On. I thought on, I, yeah, yeah. On was a pretty good one for me too. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, they, uh, I think the theme of facing one's darkness and, and bringing the pain on, obviously, um, it, it does kind of, you know, read a little corny, but because, like I said before, personally, because I kind of empathize with a lot of the members, then it, it, it makes it easier for me to look past it. Um, I thought yeah. uh, Louder Than Bombs was attempting to do the same thing, but it didn't have that much of an emotional um, impact on me. Yeah, and then also, so this on has a, uh, it's on the album two times. The second time is with Sia on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty minor difference between the two songs too. Sia was only on like the chorus yeah. uh, in the song that they added her in. Um, but yeah, I definitely, this was one of my favorite instrumentals on the album. I thought it was um, a really cool like dance kind of instrumental. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, so they got the that trap breakdown too. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. It was that was pretty epic. I think that that breakdown was epic. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, um, yeah. Y- you mentioned it a little bit. Uh, some of the a couple of times on some of the songs, um, some of their lyrics just seem a little bit corny or a little bit too mm. a little bit too sappy. I mean, yes, I'm reading English yeah. translations, so. Um, I think another disclaimer. Jack and I don't really know Korean. Um, I don't know about nope. you guys, but uh, we definitely don't look like we know Korean. Um, <laughs> so we do. Uh, we did have to look at the English translations. We referred. Um, if you guys want to follow along, I guess we were referring to a lot of the translations done by Genius. Um, yeah, I, 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 it was just a lot more convenient for us that's the reason why we use genius uh yeah the i think one thing that's interesting about their lyrics too is they're actually pretty poetic in terms of they they tend to use a lot of metaphors Mm -hmm. in a sense uh i I got to talk to uh some um korean uh, bts fans and i I was kind of curious because i wondered what it was like for them to listen to bts uh since you know they are they're able to understand Korean, mm-hmm. um, and to them it's actually like they also have a, or at least the person I talked to. Similarly, has a pretty hard time, kind of grasping some of the themes. It's it's like it doesn't come off as easily because of the fact that they use metaphors. So, um, yeah, I just figured it would be like, uh, yeah, I figured that that's one thing to point out too is just the. Like some of the lines, they do kind of come off a little sappy, which yeah. is a little weird. But um, it's a little strange for me too when I first listened to it. But um, I think this once again sentiment overruled the technicality. So yeah, I yeah I thought the whole song louder than bombs that was that was a little a little too much sappy in my opinion. I feel like, yeah yeah louder than bombs I break yeah. Um, like all the pain pour out i don't know like well, yeah yeah um so another thing i did too is i read a lot of the comments um on the genius website and then also um kind of on youtube and like um 
so like in my opinion that's a little sappy but all their fans they like all the comments that have like crazy amounts of likes they seem to like really sympathize with what they're saying so yeah. i mean i can't really try to put down or like um anything that they're saying when they have all these fans that really sympathize and they're doing like a great thing for their whole community that they've built so yeah. i mean I, I i'm not gonna say anything against that like yeah. um if these words like um obviously they i guess i'm just like in a little bit different like life situation than um yeah, yeah. a lot of these people yeah and it's like and, yeah also just like getting into bts is it yeah it, bts i don't think is like i don't think everyone can get into them for sure mm -hmm. uh, it's definitely uh different aspects of them you can get into but yeah yeah um another thing just coming from like a, a general music standpoint about the album that um was not particularly my favorite thing is that every song was i think i actually looked at it's like there's zero there's zero songs that are less than three minutes long oh. and like <laughs> There, it's like every single song is nearly three minutes and 30 seconds with the exception being like four minutes and like five seconds on the longest song or something like yeah. that. It's like zero variation at all in the like times of the songs. And like, it, I don't know. I was just like, no, yeah, I, 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 I wanted something to like, want me to like press on the next track, like some kind of like really interesting, like short track that like led me on to the next song or some really kind of like, sprawling like epic song that um like expressed all their like or like a big point on the album that they wanted to show but there was nothing there was no song really like that that kind of in, in terms of the duration or like really variation of mm. how the song is built up um that like got me super hooked on it yeah that's fair i think yeah the whole i think the runtime for this album was definitely one of the challenges for me um not that um i think mainly because like you mentioned before the the tracks while they are very well developed i do feel like they they tend to be a little bit overproduced for my taste mm -hmm. just that's that's kind of like the general trend i found for listening to this um and yeah it was it was a little tough just for me to like kind of um continue on to the next because it felt like it, and especially, I think also combined with the topics too, <laughs> the talk about like shadows and like I couldn't like you know it was not a, it was a lot for sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I I definitely do wish that there there was some sort of variety in mm -hmm. the in kind of a how the album kind of flows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, do any of their um, members like do the production on the albums or i'm just like wondering yeah uh fun fact yeah they uh well they do have some in-house producers uh for the label but a lot of the members do engage with like the co-production and the, and they also like write the lyrics so it's okay. yeah yeah that's yeah there was a uh i did like there was some cool variety in some of the production that i liked um essentially like um, or I know Dionysus is that how you say it? yeah Dionysus yeah. <laughs> um, yeah like that one was I guess that was kind of like the it was like the party song about drinking of the album yeah uh, yeah I mean Dionysus is like the Greek god of wine right That's, yeah yeah um, 
but that was like a a total like kind of boom bap like old rap style i think um which was a lot different than the rest of the album there were a couple there were a couple other songs that were also at least started off kind of boom bap they were kind of um there was one that like started off and it sounded like it was going to be some kind of like Oh, it was the outro. Yeah, the outro. Yeah. yeah, ego. That was the I think also the third single that came out. Yeah. Um. Uh, what were you gonna say about Period. that? One? I was just gonna say the outro. Like, that that had a really cool um instrumental. I really liked how it started yeah. off, <laughs> like it was gonna be some kind of boom back song, and then all it like really it was super smooth. It transitioned into like a really cool pop song. Yeah. And, that- um, yeah, I just like I I didn't even I was just listening to it and I was like getting into it and I didn't even notice the transition. It was so smooth and um yeah, that outro was just that was um I like that song a lot just overall on the album. Yeah. Uh really liked outro as well. Um the BPM increase was really smooth. I felt mm-hmm. like um uh, I got a lot of good timey fun vibes. Um the the trumpets in the background they complement well with the drums um the hook is pretty catchy mm-hmm. uh i don't want to sing it because i'm not jay hope who is the guy who sings this but uh <laughs> no i'm not gonna sing it but i just know that it was really catchy <laughs> at least for me yeah um but yeah since that was the third single that came out um i guess just in total like guess going back quickly to my expectations just hearing the the variety in those three songs was like i was gonna i was a little concerned with how they were gonna transition into each song mm-hmm. just because of the variety so i was a i was a little concerned and i think just overall like you said uh it was pretty tough just being able to transition but i don't think it was too um i didn't find it too distracting for me yeah um but yeah we can just get into yeah favorite tracks yeah. favorite track least favorite track is cool um yeah i can start it off um i guess i would say some of my favorite some of my favorite tracks were definitely that i really liked the interlude song um mm. i guess kind of just this one appealed more to like my personal music taste it was more of like kind of a traditional kind of rap song but i thought I'm not sure who it was who was rapping on it, but I really liked um, the flow that they got into. And although this does, it was part of my gripe about how they this song also sampled an earlier song of theirs. I did think uh, the sample worked really well on this. And then a couple other songs we talked about on already before. I thought that was a great song. And the one zero 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 zero. Yeah. Um, that's I had I had a really cool like harmony melody um, type beat that I thought kind of like descending and resolving um, I don't know I just really thought that that um, beat was pretty cool and I thought that the the vocals too they weren't too over the top or anything yeah um, which I kind of thought a couple of their songs were a little over the top on the vocals but I thought that one um, was really well on making the vocals like impressive and interesting and not but not too like excessively flashy or over the top. And then um, the outro as well, which we just talked about. Um, I would say those are kind of my four favorite songs from the album. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I think I definitely... How many do I have? I feel like I have a lot more bolded. Oh, no. I guess I have 
six yeah so i guess not that much but um yeah uh i guess just starting in the order of the discography boy with love can't really ignore the the catchy energetic charm from this um the halsey feature was it's a nice touch it's a nice yeah. touch for sure um very upbeat um I'm not gonna. S- I'm. I'm gonna refrain from singing for all of these. <laughs> uh, no one wants to hear that. Yeah. Or a quick thing about that is too. Uh, one of my friends in the dorm is really into pop music, and he had been playing this song a lot. Just whenever I'd been hanging out in his oh. room, and I d- I never realized it until I played. I was like, "What song is this? Like, how have I heard this before?" Oh, and then I <laughs> Yeah. Then I remember that it was yeah. Just so we were playing playing FIFA in his room or something, and he had the song on the background, but. Yeah, I do. I do think this song is pretty good too. Does he usually listen to K-pop or just pop in general? Just pop in general. Like he listens oh, to a wow. lot of um, like One Republic and like yeah. things like that. But I guess probably listens to Halsey. That's how he probably got into this song. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but that's kind of cool that he can listen to that. I know. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Boy with Love's cool. Um, I really like the interlude as well, Shadow. Um, it was Sugar who was rapping on this. Oh, okay. um, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really like the the beat on this one. Uh, the, it's very the the kind of like uh, emotional kind of tone on, through the chords that was being played. It's very ethereal, very wavy. Um, I guess it's not really too technically revolutionary in a sense. Like I mm-hmm. could hear the the beat in some like in in different environments. Like I could have heard this as like a free beat on YouTube. Yeah. But I mean, I think the way that Sugar handles it, um, I think with his delivery as well as the kind of um, how he addresses his personal struggles uh, with uh, fame and how his mental health especially like in terms of like his fear of kind of losing that fe- or his fear of losing the fame and and um losing his dream uh it's pretty emotional uh i mean not that i cried i didn't but uh it was yeah it's definitely one of the most like more defining moments in this album uh Filter, I thought, was a really nice, smooth, Latin pop-inspired kind of track. Um, the the person who sings on this is Jimin. Uh, his voice is really interesting, uh, just because of how like his range is, especially going to the high notes. It's really crazy. Uh, he kind of reminds me a little bit. Prince, not just because of like, not because of his voice, but I think just the charm uh, of this man. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we're gonna focus on the music. Uh, I, I I thought his kind of um, the way he articulates the concept of filter, applying to um, viewing oneself through many different personalities. I guess particularly to him, I thought it was really enjoyable. Um, my time, mm. ooh, ooh, <laughs> that, I think, uh, not going to be biased here, uh, or anything like that, but I think that was definitely my, my favorite solo track. I know Jax 
I saw his notes. He literally put nothing on that. <laughs> so I was, uh, you know, I was, I was thinking a little bit in my head. But uh, no, I think uh, I just personally, for me, man, I don't know what it. it I do know what it is actually. Um, just the the moody R and B kind of uh, instrumental. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cook singing on this. Oh my God, it's he's really like his his vocal performance is is I don't know. It, it's just I my I can't explain right now. That's how that's how good it is. Um, yeah, and it, it really is like I think this track particularly it talks about he's he's the youngest member of the group basically, and he's mm-hmm. and it, it just addresses kind of how he felt like he grew up too fast and um, during his time with BTS and how um, strange it all feels to him and things like that. So yeah. I really like that track. Um, On, I also like that as well. Or I felt like this track kind of evoked much more of the facing darkness theme really well compared to Louder Than Bombs or... uh, Mm. Yeah, I think Louder Than Bombs was like the other kind of track. But um, yeah, the upbeat modern dance track... And just the kind of, it's a little bit playful too, but not in a sense like outro. It's not like ego where it was like too playful, but it was like you could dance to it, but it was also epic. Yeah. That, that's what I would say for that one. Um, we are Bulletproof the Eternal. I have not listened to the first or second part of the We Are bulletproof series but i am familiar with how the past two songs are much more rap oriented uh-huh. um so definitely when i heard this track i was like oh this is not rap <laughs> uh i still found it to be pretty emotional too just because of i'm like it, it it does feel a little sappy um sometimes but i don't know man just like the way they acknowledge their fans is like oh we're not seven members uh, we have the fans like it's it's pretty cool I, I felt like it, it was a really good um, it's pretty emotional yeah um, I think my only gripe with this one actually is just the, the mixing towards the chorus uh, there's like a lot of side chaining that went on with the synths that I felt like threw off a lot of the mm-hmm. the kind of epicness and um, yeah it, it, that was like actually pretty distracting but it's still one of my favorite tracks and then yeah. ego the outro mm-hmm. just because of the j-hope yeah yeah we are we are bulletproof was w- that was almost on one of my top tracks i did like that one i thought it was a really cool um and like authentic idea of just the whole um song about contrasting between um themselves when they were young and how they are now and then um just how much they really appreciate their their fans um I, yeah, I really thought that was one of the more authentic songs on the track, and um, yeah, with the exception of the 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 mixing a little bit, I thought it was uh, a really well put together song. Yeah. Too. Um. So uh, yeah, that's really it for me. Um. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, yeah. I I kind of want to ask you a question, Jack, before we mm-hmm. do give this a rating. Now that you've listened to BTS for the first time, 
I kind of want to get a sense of who you felt was like the most memorable member for you or like who do you gravitate towards the most? Um, and I don't know if the faces help because I don't think you <laughs> you haven't yeah, seen the faces. I don't think faces the faces really are going to help. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess shoot. Okay, how are we going to do this? Um you said yeah, what I can, I can just kind of think about like which You can yeah, songs your favorite I, like, songs like yeah. best and then yeah, yeah. Okay, who we'll was uh, we'll go back. We'll reference. Um, yeah, who so who was it? Was it Sh- so it was Shuga who was rapping on the interlude? Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I did like his his flow a lot. Um, who who was on UG, the Ugg. first rapper on UG? Oh, Shuga. Shuga. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's <laughs> Shuga. Might be my favorite. What about what about zero 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 zero? Uh oh yeah, this is mainly like the singers now. Yeah. Um. Is there like a particular part of the song you liked, like? Uh, I, th- I think I liked the chorus a lot. I remember liking the chorus. Um, oh, that's all of them. <laughs> oh, okay, all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Or yeah, well, I guess you could say yeah. That's all. Um, what about the outro? Let me just outro. That's J Hope. Okay, um, J Hope. That's so. Guy. I guess. I guess yeah. J, maybe Sugar. Sugar probably my favorite. I guess. Um, mainly just. Probably because I like I like listening to rap music a lot, and then <laughs> and then uh, yeah, J Hope, and then yeah, I don't know, like the zero zero zero, the everybody's singing. So um, the fact you like Filter too, or you thought the guitar was cool. Yeah, um, I did like Filter. So yeah. I'm guessing Jimin was, mm-hmm. was there too. Yeah, you said you was Jimin your favorite or uh, Jungkook. Jungkook, Jungkook is the, okay. the main vocals. Jungkook, um, so yeah, Jack is a. Uh, uh, Suga bias confirmed, uh, <laughs> so that's take that how you will, army. <laughs> but yeah, let's get on to the rating. Uh, this was uh, the review, um, but you can't leave without a number. <laughs> uh, you want me to go first, or yeah, maybe you should go first. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Uh, how am I gonna say this? This is not gonna be a surprise. This might actually just be a meme, but. Um, yeah, rating this album was a little bit tough because I, you know, obviously I do empathize with a lot of the members, so I don't want to, like, just, I don't want to knock them uh, for every gripe they have or make them feel like a number is, like, very associative. All that all that stuff, you know? Um, but at the same time, like, you know, there were, there were problems that I did have with it, and that's something that you know, I, I kind of need to relate more to how I feel about it as well. So just finding that balance. So, uh, you know what, you know what gives it that balance, Jack? A seven. A seven. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that is, oh God. A seven. A solid MJ, seven. A solid seven. A solid seven is the only way I can go with this. <laughs> Honestly, I could it. Yeah. It, that's really what, yeah. So okay. it's your turn, Jack. Um, wow, okay, let me see. Um, I think I would have to. The number that's coming to my head here, I think, I think I would give it a five. Nice, um, it's just, it's just not, it's just not so much my thing, I would say. Um, and I did have some problems with some of the songs, but five, I guess, so five right in the middle of Skyless, that means I'm kind of like 
mediocre on it if yeah. iffy could yeah. swing either way which is like how i do feel about it because i feel like some of the songs do swing really well into really good songs and mm-hmm. some of the songs in my opinion swing kind of poorly on the spectrum yeah um so yeah i guess i'd just leave it with a with a five Sounds this might be, I guess this is an all-time low rating for our podcast so far. Oh, my God. No, no, you're <laughs> chilling. You're chilling. We're, we'll, we'll be okay. Uh, just wait until we review Lil Uzi. Uh, exactly. So that's uh, that's been Map of the Soul 7 by BTS. BTS. Album review. Um, Any final closing thoughts? I don't know. Yeah. Not, not really, I guess. Yo, we're talking about for potential topics for the next time. We've got two new albums now from Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's uh, so. Those could be interesting to review too. And then a lot of music came out last night. The new new Blueface album too. That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, He's another um, another savior of the Thirteen Galaxies. I feel like (laughs) along with Zach Fox. Zach Fox. Just kind of. I mean, they're in different planets, but same thing. J Electronica, mm-hmm. and you were telling me Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver too. Uh, yeah. I don't know how we're gonna get through this. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, this and the, and the coronavirus and the, you know, it, yeah, it's music tough. is the only thing that's keeping the uh, keeping the world on track with this coronavirus so far. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of almost lost it when I listened to Eternal Take, but uh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. yeah, at least he has a part two. We still have to listen to that one. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. I keep forgetting about all the sound effects. It's okay. We we will get used to them, man. I, I, I didn't know how I was going to use this for this one, but we're definitely going to use this for a little easy for sure. Yeah. 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 This has been uh, MJ. And this has been Jack. Um, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I don't know if we we've never done like the like or shares oh ending. true oh wow um I don't know how I guess SoundCloud has they has, have a heart yeah, yeah they have a heart okay if you like the podcast like the podcast it doesn't really matter if you're listening to this on SoundCloud or whatever um so like the podcast if you did uh share it with your friends if mm-hmm. you want Send it to some BTS fans that you know. Yeah. Um, don't hurt us, please. We do have Twitters open. Uh, uh, they should be linked to the Daily Cal post, but I guess if we want to do it on the air. Mine's is at M-J-R-O-S-E-L-H, and then Jack's is oh. Jack Graves 18. Yeah, that is what it is. Yeah. Mental game strong right here. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. And um, until the next time. Oh, I think that was. Oh, wow. There you go. Thank you. you. (laughs) It's all good. All right. Peace.